synced up perfectly yeah, on that. That was really impressive. Were we? I think it was because we just were locked, eye yeah. locked. <laughs> yeah, we I were. was going to say locked in each other's eyes, but then that <laughs> sounded too romantic. But we were locked, we were synced up, mm-hmm. we were making eye contact when we did it, and it was poetry in motion. <laughs> Hi friends. It's, hello, I'm Sarah Tiana. <laughs> I'm Rob Riggle, welcome back to Riggle's Picks with Gary with us, and a shirt on. Yeah. Gary seems really it's put together today. Formal night, he has a black tie event. It must be <laughs> He's got a wedding to go to tonight. <laughs> Put a shirt on. Um, so great uh, uh, air horn intro, by the yeah, way. So I'll, I'll let that go. You but too. that was special mm-hmm. uh, because it really, it really just sounded perfect. We might need just a like a, a sound button of that, the one that we just did in sync together. Yeah, like well, a ringtone. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Gary. Hey, by the way, guys, really good to see you. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I've been away for a long time, uh, and I have. I've been on the mm-hmm. road. Yeah, we've gotten some questions, like, when is Rob going to not be on the phone? Yeah. And now you're here in uh, person. We're exactly. at your house. You're and, awake. And I'm awake. Just so our, our listeners know how much we love you and care mm-hmm. about you, uh, I've been up for 24 hours. <laughs> yes. I literally walked in the door. And by the way, thank you guys for making the journey. Mm-hmm. But walked in the door, gave my kids... And my wife, their gifts from my travels, because mm-hmm. if you come home empty-handed, don't come home. No, don't come home. Exactly. So I came home, gave the gifts. They were, my son was underwhelmed. Mm-hmm. He shouldn't have been. <laughs> Why was he underwhelmed? Well, because, you know, it's easier to shop for the girls. The, oh. He, you know, they don't sell Greek footballs. <laughs> you know, they don't sell Greek, you know, bats and, uh-huh. and uh, mitts and stuff like that. So what did I do? I got him a, an, a, a real bronze sparta helmet oh but not like the kind you can put on it's something for your desk a little tchotchke for your desk because it's i couldn't travel with it yeah and he was like he looked at it like "Uh uh-huh it's a paperweight present but then i then i said i go but son you don't understand sparta you know Mm -hmm. these are the greatest warriors of all time the warrior ethos comes from sparta and i started to explain everything to him he just he his face glazed (laughs) over And he just went away. He's back, he back playing his PlayStation again. I was like, oh, God. You didn't so, want to bring him a Greek PlayStation game? I, that's what I said. I go, they didn't have Greek PlayStation games. He goes, Dad, come on. Oh, I didn't like that. Yeah. So anyway. You bring uh, him Roman numeral games. Yeah. But I, I did a good job with the ladies. They seemed genuinely happy. Oh, yeah, yeah. With their, I, like the, I saw the clothes games. that you brought your wife. They're pretty lovely. Yeah. And I never buy clothes. Yeah. For, my, no, for, for please don't. ladies, because it's a bad, it's no, just, it never works out. Not a good idea. It's bad. But this was very spe- specific mm-hmm. Greek beach attires type stuff that she can wear here in Cali. So I figured I'd roll the dice and mix it up. You did a good job. Touchdown. Yeah. Touchdown. Touchdown for sure. Uh, and of course, <laughs> some jewelry. You got to do the jewelry. You can't go wrong with jewelry. Jewelry's like, ladies like jewelry. <laughs> And, Did you get uh, anything for yourself? Is that a Sparta well, oh, ring? Oh, what, this little thing? <laughs> I'm like, oh, what? this solid silver Sparta mask ring <laughs> yeah. that I will leave indented on any perpetrator's face? Ew. I'm going to need to take a picture of that just to post <laughs> of, like, when we have the, uh, the when we, 
Yes. <laughs> when we post the podcast, I can make sure that I show everybody this. Oh yeah. Obnoxious. Ring. It's not. It is a. This is what. This is how you send a message. <laughs> oh yeah. What's yeah. that message? Back off. I used to be in a band. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an aging rocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what made you get that? I mean, this it looks very cool on you. For actually, sure. honestly, as a Marine, I appreciate the 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 whole warrior ethos yes. yeah. and what go, the, the what goes along with that honor, courage, and commitment. All those little things that people don't live by or abide by, or maybe even understand. Um, the Spartans created their, they, I learned so much about Sparta on this trip too, cool. which I was kind of fascinated by. I even started to tell my son and then his eyes glazed <laughs> over, but at seven years old, they take the boys <gasps> from their mothers still at seven. No, <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that would be awesome. I'm like, we're moving to Greece. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what, babe? Public schools are way cheaper at there because they take them at yeah, seven. At seven. They take them. Okay. They take them at seven and from seven to 18, they were they were trained, no. yeah, to be warriors. They slept outside. They were given one piece of one piece of clothing, which was like a burlap sack, uncomfortable and itchy, and that was all they were allowed to wear um, for the eleven yeah, years. Yeah, what? they they made these guys so hard. They were like leather, yeah. and they were mean and gnarly and ready to fight at all times. And the weak ones, if they were deemed uh, physically deficient or mentally, whatever their problem was, if they were weak in the herd, they were literally taken out to the outskirts uh, of Sparta and left for the wolves. No. Yep. That's what? a fact. Yeah. Like wow. the, only the strong survived. And uh, uh, like the Sparta women were hard. <laughs> really? And surly. Yeah. They oh. expected their men to fight. They expected their men to die in battle, and if they didn't, they brought great shame on their family. I guess if you're going to let your son leave the house at seven, seven. yeah, you're like, but their whole cul- their whole culture, the whole the whole uh, city state of Sparta was built and based on the warrior ethos. So it was this okay. whole warrior nation. Yeah. Um, anyway, blah wow. blah blah. I won't go into detail, but it was just very cool. So that's why now I sport the ring for life. <laughs> For life, I wear this oh, yeah? everywhere I go. For life, yes. <laughs> okay. If you ever see me without it, it's because I just washed my hands or something. <laughs> just wash my. I just had to put lotion on. I just had. Then, to, well, like, yeah, you got to cream because you got to cream and lotions on nice your hands. Nice Sparta hands. Yes, yeah, Sparta hands got to be soft. <laughs> wow. Speaking of soft, <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about. You. Oh God! Yeah, I'm soft. so something special happened, and yeah. it was really awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, you put a you posted a video. You want to tell everybody what the, about that video? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Chris and I I think talked about it last yeah. week, but um, Rob and I haven't talked about it in person. But yeah, uh, I'm expecting a baby, so we posted a video. Or- what? what? <laughs> there it is. Give me, give me a tiger prowl or a gong. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. It's definitely how it felt. <laughs> All at once. All at once. Um, yep, we found out we're having a son. So uh, he comes at the end of February after the Super Bowl. So perfect timing. Um, oh we got pregnant around the time of Big Slick. So his name might be Big Slick Brockman. <laughs> Not really sure. Can I be honest? <laughs> I know it's a, a joke and everything, but 
You really should put it on the list <laughs> as a possible. It's on the list as a nickname. Okay. You know? I can handle that. I, I, I'm down. It's good luck for us. Um, yeah. Call, call him like, you know, BS is his middle name. <laughs> Everybody will say, what, you know, whatever you name him. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, what are you going to name him? Ethan Brockman or something like that. <laughs> But Ethan B.S. Brockman. Uh-huh. They go, what's the B.S.? Big slick fool. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, a sh- I mean, I'm not. And I'm now not introducing in the starting lineup today mm-hmm. for the University of Kansas basketball, Big Slick Brockman. Big Slick. <laughs> Big Slick Brockman is a badass name. Yeah. It's a pretty good name. It's a great name. <laughs> By the way, Brockman kind of works with anything. Yeah, the B sound. We're looking at names that start with B. So. Buster. Buster Brockman. Yeah, Bucky. <laughs> Bucky Brockman. <laughs> Bubba. Bubba Brockman. Birdie. No, you got to live in Georgia. You're going to have to, if you're going to go with any kind of Bubba name. Yeah, I know. you got to live in Georgia. Yeah, I'm Not really trying Florida. to get Chris Straight on the bird Georgia. wagon because my grandmother's name, nickname was Birdie, and we all called her Bird or Aunt Birdie or Grandma Birdie, and like... um. And his favorite player is Larry Bird. So I'm like, come on. Bird, Something Bird. Bird, Bird is a middle name. Bird could be a, a middle yeah, name. Yeah, middle name. And then That boy can fly. And then if you put uh, an S name, yeah. so it's Bird S. B-S-B. Well, is the middle name. Oh, uh-huh. So he has four names. Yes. First name, Birdie S. Then you can be S. Right. can still be Big Slick. Big Slick, yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. I'm going to have to. I didn't want to do this. I'm going to have to spend a little more time with you and Chris. And we're going to sit down and talk about this. <laughs> Just hammer out a contract. You come over with paperwork. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to. Look, if I travel with the big board, yeah. which I do, yeah, to talk course. these things out and work this thing yeah. through, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there'll be a contract involved. I'm super excited for yeah, you, Yeah, it's been pretty. And that video you posted was really great. <laughs> Thank you. Way, yeah. fun. That was Chris. Well, we come up with the idea together, and then he shot it and edited it and put it all together. So he made it look real professional and, you know. Got a lot of love, so I appreciate all the love for the video because that was really fun for us to do. And then, has anybody given you notes on the video? <laughs> Not yet. Would you no. like to? No, no. Do you I, have I, any? I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> have you talked to Bennett or Peasy about oh, it? Oh yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Now, but I feel yeah, I feel like now you know other people when they announce their babies, they have to step up their game. You know. Well, you better. Yeah. Because uh, you know you got the baby, you got the gender reveal now, you got yeah. the we didn't do announcement. That. You got the. Um, it, there's so we much did pressure. It all in one. We've we've created our own prisons yeah. in a way, because it used to be like, hey, I understood you popped the question. Congratulations! <laughs> Not even congratulations, dude. Did you pop the question? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And now it's worked into. So, I'm popping the question. I need to rent out the Taj Mahal. <laughs> yeah, and we're get gonna an air para- We're going to parachute into the Taj Mahal <laughs> while flares go off around us. <laughs> You know, like, it's got to be... By the way, we're looking for wedding venues. Do you know what the moon is doing that way? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's a lot of pressure. Everything just has to be yeah. blown out of proportion, it feels I like. I really had to talk him into finding out the gender. That was, like, the biggest thing for us. You know, that was the biggest thing for me. Did he want the surprise? Yeah, he wanted it to be a surprise. And I'm like, I'm too much of a planner to do that. Yeah. And I was like, I just don't want to go through nine months of pregnancy with people telling me what they think I'm going to have yep. based on the way I look or the way my belly how is. How you're I'm, carrying it, high or low. Like, I just ignore that stuff. And I'm like, well, that, it's not going to be said to you. Yeah, fool. <laughs> yeah, it's been yeah. said to me. Because I carry it around all day. Yeah. I'm the one that's it's, <laughs> uh, it's obviously having a baby between the two of us. 
<laughs> so anyway, yeah, it was like I it was the first this last weekend I was in Atlanta doing like uh I have to announce this now actually like um that's probably the last amount of road work I'm going to do the, for this year. I just had to cancel most of my road work for the rest of the year because I took a job riding on David Spade's show. Hey. <laughs> That's awesome, by Which the is way. Awesome. It is because that's a great show. David is a wonderful guy. Wonderful. Um, you're going to be really happy over yeah. there. Yeah, I'm happy, be- and I get to be in town. And so, like, I've kept a few dates with like Daniel Tosh in Vegas, and like, um, I'm still going to uh, Vancouver and one show in Chicago. But like, that's pretty much it for the rest of the year. So, um, I had to cancel all of that. But this weekend, I was in Georgia. It was like so difficult to do shows. When you're like, I just I get out of breath the whole time. Yeah, when we were recording the last ad read, you were definitely going through yeah. that. And my wife went through it quite a bit. That was one of her biggest complaints was like shortness of breath, and she was constantly yeah. afraid that the baby wasn't getting enough air and stuff. And it's just <laughs> like, no, you just there's a lot going on in there, and so everything much. that normally works is getting pushed on in different directions. Yeah, it's also like the first time I've had to talk about it on stage. I haven't really talked about it, right? Like in a comedy way yet. You know, it just hasn't been one of those things. So you know, I just talk about how I wasn't married and I'm Southern and I'm having a baby, you know, so we're going to name it Jon Snow, obviously, <laughs> and, you know, just because we assume it's going to fuck its cousin. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> you know, you know, you know, you make those jokes where you're like, it's just that I'm getting older and we had to get, have a baby now before we got married because I only have so much time before I can get a Netflix special. So I had a, like, a big deadline. <laughs> uh, so, like, that's the yeah, first time I got is, to talk about it. It's very special. This yeah. is a special time in your life. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a happy chapter, and it is. It's something you'll you'll remember your, uh, forever and ever and ever, and it, it changes your life in a great way, but it yeah. is a change. Um, I think it's, uh, it's a change for everybody. Yeah. You know, but uh, it, if you're – if you and no one's ever ready for it. That's the thing. No. Like, I, I'm going to wait till I'm ready. I'm gonna, <laughs> I want to make sure I have enough money and all – uh, whatever it, you just no, but it doesn't matter when you do it. The, no, I always had a bit about that, and actually, like Chris actually talked about that when we were talking about having a baby. He's like, I always think about your bit about you talking about how no one's ready, like no one's ready for marriage, no one's ready for a uh, divorce, no one's ready to get a job, no one's ready to lose a job. It's like, it's like you know when you get ready to leave the house and you look in the mirror, like no one's like ready. Like we're all like, mm, that's fine, and then we just like go out and deal with the day and like. Uh, so yeah, so we talked about that before, you know, we started trying and like, it all just worked out. But the coolest part of this whole weekend was like, I got to go to my first Falcons game at Mercedes Benz Stadium last night as the Sunday night game. Whoa. Falcons Eagles. That's yes, fantastic. It was a huge game. So that was that your first time in that stadium? First time ever. In so I've been in that stadium like three or four times yeah, already. I know. That's a shame. I know. That, that's your team. It's my team. Yeah, but I there just hasn't been an opportunity. Now I've seen the Falcons play in lots of other cities. I just haven't seen them play in Atlanta. Beautiful stadium, though. Gorgeous. Yeah, gorgeous. And we were in a suite, which was incredible. It was like nice. my parents are like, "What is this life that you have?" I'm like, "I have no idea. I just asked a friend for tickets, and these are what he gave me." You That's know? fantastic. So it was wonderful, and we got a win. And I bought, you know, like little Falcons gear for the baby and like Falcons gear for myself. Win. Yeah. A hell of a game. Hell yeah. of a game Rob, last you were night. Traveling, I was yeah. traveling, but Peasy, you guys, uh, is an Eagles fan. And he did look over at me and flashed <laughs> the thing and was like, unbelievable. <laughs> and of course, I had to give him the, I'm sorry, man. I know. We were surrounded by Eagles fans. There were so many Eagles fans at that stadium. I mean, they were loud. They travel well, I guess. They travel well, or there's a lot of, there's so many migrants in Atlanta already. Yeah. And so 
you know, we're all like, oh, here it comes again. Like the Falcons are the, the like you talk about the Chargers, Gary, that come from a head loss, yep. you know. <laughs> patented. Patented. Yeah, so we I'm were trying to, to pull a Chargers. <laughs> I know, it happened again. Yeah. Just stick with the Falcons. It's a happier story. So I really wasn't planning on us winning because we played so bad last week. And I was like, I just want it to be a good game. You know, and we're driving down. Matt Ryan throws another interception. You know, we we ended up stopping him. Our defense was doing great, like not getting as many penalties as normal. And then all of a sudden, on fourth and four, Matt throws a pass at the fifty, like or must have been our our own forty yard line. So it's still sixty yards to go. Julio catches it, breaks free, and runs for a fifty four yard touchdown. And we're all, and then he just keeps running into the tunnel, right? <laughs> He, I think he was up at like to 20 miles an hour, they said. And it was just inst- like the whole place went nuts. And I started jumping up and down. And that's when I realized I was pregnant because every time I jumped, like a little pee came out. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, I'm super pregnant. <laughs> that happens. It happens. It bit, happens. Your whole body goes. And I, not because I know firsthand, <laughs> yeah. but, but but my wife had, oh, yeah, you know, sure. she's, she's, we have two shield children. and. <laughs> And, and yeah, I remember I like, hearing the stories. I can't, I can't sneeze your body, or get excited. Something's happening here. Yeah. Something's happening here. There's all kinds of stuff happening. So when my son was uh, inside my wife's belly, mm-hmm. uh, I was in New York and she was in Kansas City because I was still commuting at that time oh, from the uh-huh. Daily Show. And the Jayhawks won the national championship that oh, night. Whoa. And she jumped up and screamed. <laughs> And I guess my son just woke up because I guess because she was sitting on the couch, you know, and they're watching the game uh-huh. and sleeping. And when she jumped up to go, yeah, like inside the belly, yeah, my boy started kicking and having a fit <laughs> inside her. And she was like, oh, my God, she set off a total tornado. So, yeah, there's you got you got a you got a guy in there. Yeah. You got a little man in there yeah. trying to grow. They already moved my due date up because he's growing faster than normal. I'm like, oh, oh dear, this isn't good. <laughs> That's, no, it's good. It's all good. Yeah, I don't want like a running back coming out of there, you know. But we'll see. It's all going to be great. Anyway, I'm just. it was an amazing weekend. So, yeah, I flew in this morning. Oh I landed at 9. I, I'm on very little sleep. I went straight to David Spade, started working, and then drove here. So it's like. I'm with you. First on day the on the job? Day. Yeah. How was the first day on the job? Amazing. It was a wonderful okay, day. Good. Incredible. And and the, your colleagues? They're all amazing. All friends of mine that I already know. I was about to so say, so you great. have some history with them. Yeah. That always helps. Yeah. That they're does. all comics that I know, and they're yeah. hilarious. And so they're really showing me the ropes and make me feel right at home. So it's pretty great. That's, yeah. I'm so happy for and you. And it's the same crew that did Chelsea lately. So it's like Brad and Tom. It's yeah. like they're just... So it's people. like I know everybody already because I'd worked with most of them on Chelsea or the Josh Wolf show, both of them. That's fantastic. Yeah, so that's been great. So I started traveling 24 hours ago. Yeah, that's insane. On the island of Santorini in Greece. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had to get up at 2.30 to get a, a van down to the airport to get there by 3.15, mm-hmm. no, 3. Oh, no, we left the hotel at 3.00. We got there at four something. The plane left at five a.m. Oh. Uh, and by the way, 
you know, when you go to these islands, there's just no organization oh, in, God. in the airport. Those it little airports. Oh. I mean, it, it looked like something out of a bad movie. Just like people <laughs> yeah. walking around with cages with chickens in them. <laughs> no. And, you know, people screaming and yelling. <laughs> there's no lines. And, of course, everybody loses their mind when there's no structure. If there's no structure, it's just a mad rush. It's like Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Where you're yeah. just, like, seeing, like, chaos and, like, yeah. watermelons falling. Exactly. That's exactly <laughs> what it, it was like something out of Calcutta. What? And, and... You know, it's 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 weird because with structure, people organize. Yeah. They fall into line, Lines. and they kind of say, "Okay, here, here, and here," mm-hmm. and and you have a little more sense of control when there's nothing, <sighs> and you leave people to their own devices. <laughs> it's fuck you, yeah. me first, and old people are getting trampled, <laughs> families are getting muscled, and guys are you know these guys that were standing there and. <laughs> Look, I wasn't pleased by it. Of course. But business class ticket. Yeah. Right? So usually there's a boarding procedure. There's a boarding procedure. Yes. Because you paid yes. a lot of money mm-hmm. for a business class ticket. Mm-hmm. No, none of that meant crap. Everybody's just <laughs> literally, they're like, uh, now calling flight 5219. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, like and like it's funny to watch because these some guys were just having a fit about I'm what hey I'm supposed to be going on first and, and then they so everybody bum rushed the door and they get out and then there's another waiting bin like oh another like another herd oh, right. uh, yeah so we all just got piled into a new corral and then we all waited there that seems and, so, and so then it was just a, a mix mash and then a bus pulls up we had to get on the bus <gasps> to take the bus out to the flight line. When we got out to the flight line, they opened the doors and everybody just ran for the plane. Oh it was just, it was bedlam. It was bedlam. And it was very funny. But at five in the morning, you know, you're like, give me a break. So anyway, I started traveling 24 hours ago. I just walked in my door. Yes. Uh, like I said, I gifted everybody out and now we're talking. I know. And you're that's a because we love the people that listen to yeah. Reynolds Picks. Like we are dedicated to making sure you get a show. Wait, I have a, Yes. And I appreciate that. Sorry, yes. I was just still thinking about your flight. Because I was like, did you fly straight from Santorini? Like, no. where did you fly we to? We flew to Madrid. Okay. Then we had uh, um, a three-hour layover in Madrid. Oh. Okay. And then Madrid to L.A. Oh, wow. Okay, that's great. So, yeah. Oh, some decent beers in Madrid, maybe. A little well, early. Too it was early. early. Oh, that's, that's the right. problem. Like 8 a.m., yeah. I mean, I guess if we were hardcore, we could have gone for it, but <laughs> yeah. I, I got nothing left in the tank. Oh, I bet, after being on the road that long. Yeah, and we were doing a bunch of, you know, it's very active stuff, this show. You know, we were yeah. scuba diving off Santorini yeah. and, and uh, you know. Oh, you sent me people. a video message with some guy that you met in the lobby. Which was one? his name? Pablo? Or something? Uh, Stefano? Stefano. Stefano is our driver. He's the greatest driver oh, we had. Oh, is that who it was? Yes. We've had some drivers on, on this show. Everywhere we go, we get a new driver, right? And, <laughs> okay. And Stefano was by far the greatest driver we've had. Yeah. And he looks like a Greek god. This oh! He sent me this video. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> He doesn't he look like a Greek god kind of? Uh, yeah, he's got like long dark hair yeah. and a big beard. Yeah, very he handsome. He looks like he plays for the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, he's a very handsome guy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So he had some like, a cool super driver. Handsome. By the way, you know who fell in love with him? Like for real love him? Bennett? Yep. <laughs> 
Nuh-uh. Fact. No, I thought I was joking. No, stone cold fact. And when I say fell in love with him, not like a, you know affectionate, you know, right. I'm talking in love with the man. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he wouldn't allow us to, you know, no, don't say anything bad about Stefano. <laughs> and he would literally would be out and he'd be, do you think Stefano would want this? Do you think he would like no. this? He had a mad crush. <laughs> Why? And he'll be the first to tell you. I don't know. He just fell in love with them. It happens. Oh, my God. He's going to be in a Riggles pick segment. They're going to fly him out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the next thing. Don't be, be surprised amazing. if you see him now. And yeah. Oh, we'll probably see him. Your segment last weekend was really funny. The one about the the With, ref that blew the call in the New Orleans. Game. So good, yes. So funny. So good. Yeah, that was uh, uh, Tim Meadows. Is so ah, great. So and great. of course Bennett and Peasy, the whole team. Yeah, uh, you know everybody does. Everybody contributes very and well. And you, it was nice to see you in a suit. <laughs> Normally, you're in some sort of. Normally, just like Crazy Jerry <laughs> yeah. with a bald cap on, yeah. uh, screaming out of my mind. Yeah, um, yeah, that was that was fun. I'm excited. Next week, I'm just going to assume it's going to be you're in a Spartan costume. I would love. I have pushed for that, <laughs> uh, but we have something else special in mind. All uh, right. And by the way, that starts at 6 a.m. tomorrow morning. So. No, oh, really. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. Sure, yes, sure, yes. sure. Your life sounds fun. Yeah. And then, of course, I'll be uh, off to do more charity work this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, because I, I love helping the kids. Yeah. So. But at least you're back in the States and you can watch football again. Uh, honestly, just having Wi-Fi. You, mm-hmm. you know, I, the world is connected and, you know, it, it is great. Uh, because I, I did it. I was able to take my cell phone and, com- mm-hmm. and contribute text and, and all that yeah. good stuff. But the truth is, is it's still not great. You know, like I give yeah. us another decade before it's like home elsewhere. Right. But coming home, just being able to fire off text, pick, you know, call. Like I couldn't make calls really, but I could, I could text and email if I had Wi-Fi, but the Wi-Fi was yeah. average at best and sometimes non-existent. And you know where I heard the best cell phone coverage is? Uh, Somalia. Because they, that was the first phones they got. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because most other countries, you know, like you're in Greece, right? right? They had landlines and stuff yeah. like that. So then putting up towers and like finding zoning and restrictions and stuff in historical places like that was a little bit more difficult. That's but a place like Somalia, they had nothing. So the cell phone was the first thing they got. So there's just towers and coverage everywhere. Wild. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I would have never yeah. even thought along those t- long Of course. Those lines, yeah. But. Well, I'm glad that you're back because uh, you, this weekend was pretty crazy for the NFL. It was like a little wow. upside down. Wow. And and in our uh, Pick'em League, yeah. uh, I, I got thrashed. I only got nine out of the game, nine games right. Yeah. and Or eight. Maybe it was nine or eight. No, a ten. I'm at Oh, no, it was, uh, it was eight. I only got eight because I got 10 the week before. I'm at 18. Oh, you're at 18. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. I got 12 um, this week. You did great. I did then. great this week. You yeah. did great. And my fantasy team took a, a shellacking because uh, Antonio Brown is an unpredictable, crazy man. Oh, my God. And so I had to bench him. I had to bench yeah, him because I didn't to. know if he was going to play one. And if he did, I didn't know what he was going to do because New England's yeah. a very disciplined team and they don't put up with shenanigans. Well, guess what? They played him, and he scored touchdowns. Yeah. I thought they were just going to run him on shenanigan routes, yeah. you know, where he was just a distraction. Right, like send him on a fly yeah. route to clear out the backfield. Yeah, but no. Miami is basically just a scrimmage. It you was I mean? for him. You know, I think that it was, was a great preseason. Pack. It's like the perfect game for him to start with. Yep. Like no real corners to defend him, you know. But I sat him, and as oh, a result, no. I put in uh, Deshaun uh, Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey. Hurt. So normally oh I don't God. like to have two receivers, right. but I had to. 
And both of them injured out. I got zero points for both. Yeah. And so uh, the wonderfully talented comedian Paul Shear, mm-hmm. who I was playing against in that particular league, whipped me. Oh. Yeah. Like butter. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a savage beatdown. And then I think I'm going to lose tonight because I'm I'm only ahead by like two points. Yeah, on, you lost. I saw. I did. Yeah, because they 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 only needed like two points, and he you know he beat you. Damn. I don't remember who he had, like Chubb or somebody, or maybe he had. I don't Have know. you guys caught any of the Monday Night Game? No. I was listening to it on the way here, but you I you were watching some half. of it. Yeah. I watched the first half. The Jets backup went down, and I don't think he's coming back anytime soon. So who's, who's they got a, they're, they're a third, third backup? Yeah. He's, he played at Washington State. His name sounds made like up. Like Luck. His yeah, name is like, like Luck or Lark or like. Yeah, it's like like Sky Lark or something. It's oh, whatever it is sounds made up, but mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so he grew up on a commune, so football so, should be second nature to him. <laughs> so the Jets' whole offense was handing off to Le'Veon Bell, which I'm sure that'll work fine. Won't lead to an injury. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I had Le'Veon, so I'm like, I was like hoping that he was doing okay. At a certain point, a Nick and uh, Joku went out with a neck injury. Oh, he's out with uh, concussion. With he has concussion, a concussion, right? Oh my and then gosh, there was mm-hmm. a there were a few plays there where OBJ was out. That was towards the end of the half. I didn't well, that I always assume is you know he doesn't drink water. So um, they have to go and put an IV in him. Because he won't drink water. These guys are professional athletes. Yeah, Do they not care about their career and their bodies and their? You would think. What are they? He wore doing? a watch last week and he doesn't drink water. I mean, it's like the most bizarre thing in the whole world. What is it with wide receivers? Honestly, I, you know. Do I, they get hit in the head more yes, than others? Is that for I mean, sure. because because their behavior is so erratic? Yeah, it's so unprofessional. It's so distracting. It's so prima donna on a team based sport. I just don't get him. I don't get it. It's different, you know? It's like, it's different with like, you know, like I think of like the era of prime time, right? With Deion Sanders. Like that was like my first experience with a wide receiver with like a really loud mouth or whatever. And like just where you're like, oh my gosh, it's never going to get worse than this. And then it just keeps worse. Terrell Owens. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Ocho Cinco, Randy Moss, you Randy know, Moss. Antonio Brown, yeah. Ocho Cinco, yeah, for sure, Ocho Cinco, and then and then OBJ. you have people, people like AJ Green, you know, who just like catch the ball and then just like hand it right to the ref and keep yeah. walking. Like, a professional. I've never even heard that guy speak. Yeah. I have no idea what he sounds like. A and quiet he went to Georgia for three years, you know. Absolutely, yeah. it's just like it's a very bizarre game. And this whole weekend, you know, I have Ben Roethlisberger, Ben Roethlisberger in both of my leagues, and so oh, he went out no. with an elbow injury. Season ending. Season ending. Getting Tommy John surgery. Well, you know, a lot of they don't play these guys in the preseason to protect them, and right. then in the first two games, we've lost a, a whole herd of players. Yeah, I mean, people are going down with collarbone breaks. Oh, yeah. uh, I mean, Tyreek Hill, yeah, Tyreek Hill, and the uh, the quarterback for Foles. The Jacksonville Foles. Foles. Oh. Nick Foles went out first quarter of the first game. Yeah, I mean, you, like crazy. Oh, They're all just you, brittle out there. That Gardner Minshew guy is like kind of a gift. His football. I, I dig him for this reason. <laughs> Nobody knows who he is. He literally just drifted into the team somehow. Now, obviously, he's got the skills to be out there, but his mustache alone says he did not expect to be on television. Oh. I Uh. disagree completely. I think that that he is the answer to the next generation of kids, and that guy has the internet figured out, and he was – that was a flex. Like, that was – that was full-on swag. Did you see what he was wearing to the game on Sunday? Is he he doing, like, Fitzmagic stuff? Oh, let me pull up the picture. It is for like you. it is like seventies disco tuxedo with open shirt. Okay, with the I kind of dig. Chest. 
<laughs> what? So I think that this gentleman is doing this very much on purpose, and I am I'm on board. I, I don't oh know. yeah, he won the okay, internet. That on is that outfit he's wearing right there is solid gold, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a red. In case you haven't seen it, it's a red like if you haven't suit seen it with a silver shirt. And also go to facebook.com slash Riggles Picks Podcast. I'll post this picture so you guys yeah. can see it. But a lot of people think that's actually church wear in Jacksonville. <laughs> So, so true. Wait exactly. to see the picture. Wait to yeah, see the that picture. Is, that is like formal wedding attire. That's that wedding is- attire. That is church Sunday best. <laughs> I mean, that guy, I mean, he looks like he I'm smokes here for black it. and milds and oh. just like definitely like still talks about everything he did in high school. I like that. He's peacocking. No, it's the best. And he's like funny and like charming and like. He knows for him. he knows well, that he's game. like the backup quarterback, you know what I mean? Like he's not there's no delusion. A lot of these fans lose their perspective. Yeah. You know, they they get too wrapped up. It becomes something that it's not. It's a game. It's entertainment. It is. We're being entertained. It is a competition. It is a sporting event and there's passion and you know, they're getting they're breaking bones out there. So it's high risk. Yeah. Uh but at the end of the day, it's they should be having fun. It's a game. You know, yeah. they're they're there to entertain us. On and off, I guess. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty fun. Yeah. So, yeah, Foles out, Roethlisberger out, Breeze is out for six weeks, yeah. which is so crazy. It's like I can't even remember the last time Drew Breeze got hurt. I, it's a good time to be a backup quarterback. I'm or <laughs> if you were one of those aging quarterbacks that got let go in the preseason, mm-hmm. but you have all this great experience in the league, mm-hmm. they're going to be knocking on your door. Oh, come and knock yeah. on my door. Yeah, because there's a lot of guys out there that like, yeah. I mean, it's in, it's it's pretty incredible. Teddy Bridgewater is now the starting quarterback for New Orleans. Give me an air horn, will you, uh, real quick? <laughs> Big announcement coming oh. in right now. This is hot off the presses. I can't believe I didn't jump out. This this should have been my lead. Kansas Jayhawks <laughs> on the road against the ACC powerhouse Boston College University smokes them forty eight to twenty four. Whoa! That was a well-timed. That was a well-timed gong wow. on that. Are one. you guys two and zero? No, we are two and one. Oh, uh, we lost our second game of the season. I don't even know who it was to some jerk-off team. But here's the thing: <laughs> more important, yeah, we won on the road against a, a, a powerhouse, a, a powerhouse team, and we won decisively. We put forty-eight points on the board. Like this is That's a new a era. Like all of a sudden. The the KU football program just got a shot of adrenaline, and that uh, give me give me twenty five cc's of less miles. Oh yeah, straight in my main. I'm gonna mainline that in my arm <laughs> because that 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 was something special. The reason I'm excited that hasn't happened in oh, a, yeah. long, in a time. long time. Yeah. yeah, when you have something to get excited about. I mean, yeah. the very first week of college football, this the school I graduated from. I started at UGA, but I graduated from Georgia State, and they beat Tennessee on the road in the home opener, you know, and they got paid $950,000 to play that game against Tennessee. So satisfying. Win-win, you know. So it's great when these, like, underdog schools come out and just blow people away. It's so fun, you know. Like this this over the weekend, BYU played USC, and it was, like, such a great game. BYU is sneaky good. Sneaky good. They are sneaky good Mm -hmm. because they they were on the road – 
the week previous. Yeah, they and were. they they had a big game yeah. too, didn't they? They've had two in a row, and uh, oh, they went to Tennessee. They beat Tennessee on the road at oh, Tennessee. They did? Yeah, right oh. after Georgia State, because oh, Tennessee's zero oh, and two. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, going on the road mm-hmm. after that, because uh, you know Cross Tennessee country, came yeah. out fired up to, for yeah. their fan base, and then they took another shellacking. So BYU is sneaky good. Yeah, sneaky good. They gotta be. You know, there'd be a lot of free cues and. You know, fetch you, you jerk, you know, coming out of the mouths of all those BYU fans, all that ridiculous taunting. You got to stay on your toes, you know what I mean? They get filthy fast. They get so filthy, so (laughs) fast. This weekend is a big weekend for UGA because we have Notre Dame this weekend, so... Ooh, that is big. Yeah, number seven is Notre Dame, and we're number three. Where? So, where? In Athens. That helps. That helps, that yeah. Helps big we, time. Well, we played them on the road, I believe it was last year. It might have been two years ago we played them in Notre Dame. Uh, you know, and, uh, and it was like a home game. Like, people showed up. Yeah. It was great. And so, you know, I'm anticipating a pretty big game. You know, we had it. We we played Arkansas State over the weekend, and uh, they did a pink out for the coach of Arkansas State. You know, he lost his wife to breast my, cancer. My my uh, one of my best friends in high school, a guy I played football with, mm-hmm. and, and good friend in college. Uh, uh, well, we knew we've known each other all for a long time. Uh, Terry Mahajer is the athletic director at Arkansas State. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, so his, his wife, uh, I see, I follow them, and and, mm-hmm. and they post a lot. So I saw all about that. And yeah, it was powerful. really nice. Yeah. yeah, it's so nice when they all did that. So yeah, it was a big game, and then the Falcons won a big game. You know, it's kind of rare for the dogs and the Falcons to win on the same weekend. So I was pretty excited, and the Braves clinched the playoffs. So it was a big weekend for me in Atlanta. Heck yeah, it was. <laughs> it was a very big weekend. And by the way, just a quick shout-out to my buddy while I mentioned him, Terry Mahajer, uh, uh, the athletic director uh, at Arkansas State, uh, the Red Red Wolves of Arkansas State. I think that's what they're yes. called, the Red Wolves. And sure. uh, he has done amazing work down there, just so everybody knows. Uh, he came down there and inherited a, a program and, a, and an athletic department that needed his help, and he has resurrected it and made them contenders. So good job, Great. Terry. Yeah, that takes a lot of work. And then your Chiefs, you know. I'm sorry, my 2-0 and o Chiefs. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Yes, Gary. Uh, by the way, there's only 10 teams left that are undefeated, and the Chiefs, of course, are one of them. Mm-hmm. The only thing that sucks, though, is so is New England. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, and the it's Rams, shaping up right, right now. I know we're only two games into it, but it's shaping up to be Chiefs and Patriots yeah, again. for sure. Because they're, I mean, right now, barring injuries and stuff, those are two of the top AFC teams. They just are, and I know that probably hurts Gary, but... Um, we didn't, it. I mean, how did they lose? How did the chargers Gary's team to Detroit? Well, I mean, a really good strategy if you're going to enter, you know, week one or even week two is to not have a kicker. Oh, God. oh no. That's right. Ty law is your kicker, right? Yeah. yeah. So we had a punter doing our, all the kicking for the whole team. What? And that worked out. Okay. In week one, he actually made two field goals and, and we won a game that we tried very hard to lose. He was kind of the only reason we won that game. But to not go out and sign somebody who's maybe kicked field goals as a profession or strong hobby during week uh, the week one and week two. Yeah, just like go get that guy from the Bears that like lost them the playoff game last this year. This blows like, my mind. That, like that, that guy has made it made it all year. Exactly. How does an NFL team not have a field goal kicker? That, field goal kickers determine more W's than anybody. They sometimes score more points than a running back. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can be responsible for 10, Absolutely. 11 points in fantasy. Yeah, I feel like huge. I feel like a motivated GM 
would have been able to get the Colts to cut Adam Vinatieri, and then you could have signed him after week one, where well, Vinatieri missed. Well, I mean, certainly after week missing. two, he's probably done. So yeah. maybe the Chargers will wake up and sign him for week three. But There's always some kicker who didn't make a team in always. the league. Yeah, always, numerous. always, numerous. numerous. I'll say there's 32. <laughs> Yeah. There's 32 kickers who didn't like, make the squad. And it's not like they don't have the money. They're not paying Melvin Gordon. Exactly. So they definitely have the money. Yeah. I remember when they signed Butker, our kicker for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. I was stoked because the kid is clutch. Clutch. He's He makes every kick. He's very consistent. Um, pressure situations, non-pressure, whatever. Like, uh, when they signed him, I actually celebrated. That was a big win for yeah. us, I think. Because those kickers do look at uh, Gustowski or whatever his oh, name Gustowski. is for yeah. for uh, New, New England. England. He's been clutch for years. Yeah, except Vinat- this year, Vinatieri's been in the game for a long time. It's super, uh, the ult- he's probably the most clutch because mm-hmm. you know he's making Super Bowl winners you until know. this year. That's what was so weird this well, last week. When weekend. the bottom falls out, the bottom falls out. It was this weekend was so backwards with like all these starting quarterbacks like going getting down. going down yeah. and all these starting kickers playing like they were hurt. <laughs> It was very bizarre. It was like nobody was making kicks from like 20 yards. You know, Matt it feels Bryant like the preseason the is such a joke now yeah. that they're not doing the work. No. They're well, not doing the work in the preseason. So, like, the first two games are this working the kinks out still. Like, they yeah. usually when they hit the regular season, they hit it running. Yeah. It's like preseason is jogging to the starting line, and then, you know, someone shoots the gun and they're off. And that's not the case. Like, everybody was just kind of dancing through preseason. Mm-hmm. And now everybody's getting hurt because they're actually going at full speed. Yeah, uh, the tackling was terrible in week one because in practice they don't do full tackling; right. they only do touch. So people were literally getting get, and putting half hits on guys and yeah. thinking they were going down. They're not like the tackling's terrible. The injuries are rampant. Uh, the the kicks are terrible. Like it's just it's the sloppiest football <laughs> I've ever seen. It's really not that much fun to watch, and it's like. And it, it's like, uh, I remember Tom Glavin talking about Tommy John surgery. You know what I mean? And, like, these kids now, they, they're they constantly getting pulled. They're on, like, strike counts, right? They're on pitch counts, you know? It's like, oh, they get pulled, you know, in the fourth, fifth inning. And they're, you know, because their arm's tired. And he's like, and that's when you're supposed to throw more. You can't stop throwing because your arm hurts. Now you better throw more. Because the reason it hurts is because it's not conditioned to throw as much and as long as you it, normal. He's like, you know, now these kids are getting Tommy John surgery young so that their arm it, it stays healthier for longer. But at the same time, they're not practicing enough on it to where it just stays weak. And, like, they're liable to get injured. And it's the same in football. I mean, you see with, like, Roethlisberger or whoever, you know, like. Well, the, the thing is, it's everybody wants to, the money's so big. People want to prolong their careers, yeah, and course. I don't blame them no, for that. No, of course. But, I completely understand. But uh, if you've ever played the game, you know that there's no substitute for full speed. Mm-mm. Like when we used to have practices, you know, if you were going full speed practice, making tackles and actually playing at game speed, it's much different than touching and, uh, you know, half-speed drills. It's just different. Or hitting a bag. Yeah. Or hitting, you know, you, it's just different. It's yeah. just different. And there's only one way to do it. Yeah, I was a little worried about you guys actually in Oakland this week. I mean, I'm sure you weren't, but like at the beginning of the game, it was really close. And with Tyreek Hill gone, I was like, ooh, I don't know, you know, because it seemed like it seemed like 
the Raiders had a good plan, you know? And I was like, oh, my God, Rob is in Greece. And, like, this is, like, his so we, biggest nightmare right. is that the Chiefs are down to the Raiders right now. I knew it was, like, <laughs> 10 minutes into the game, but I was like, this is not the man that I want to see on Monday. I was, <laughs> if the Raiders beat the Chiefs, I was going to – I was like, I don't know if I can do – we might have to cancel the book. We would have canceled the show. <laughs> and I would have canceled Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Also, you're here's flying, the thing though. I was in I was in Greece, and we had we had a long like we shot for 14 hours that day, and we went and got dinner, and I stayed up as long as I could. Oh, and they don't have the game on. Of course not. No, of course, I couldn't get the game yeah. anywhere, anywhere. So I went to the NFL app and found a. Um, you know, oh, where you're just watching box the, score? Yeah, yes, go back and forth, like score. little updates. Yeah. Oh. So I sat in my I laid in my bed and I was watching that, and it was ten to nothing. And I was like, and I, my eyes kept, I kept dropping my phone because I was falling asleep. <laughs> so I was like, oh, fuck it. We're, you know, we're, uh, this isn't going well. Put it down. Woke up the next morning, turned it on. First thing, 28 to 10. I was like, yeah. yeah. Did the big Chiefs victory <laughs> dance around the room. Made sure everybody in the Greek hotel woke up to the sounds of me <laughs> screaming, Chiefs, baby. It was like last year when you were in Iceland for the playoffs game, you know, yeah. like the AFC. Ch- I was like, oh my gosh, you're like in a tent watching the game, like. You really have to plan your football better this I year. I do. I do. I got to stop working. That's what I got to do. Yeah, you I just, should. I'm. I'm done. Screw we'll all this. Do this. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, all right. Well, you and I also got to go through some tech suggestions for next time you're traveling. Uh oh. There's ways around things. What do they got? What do they got? Well, we'll talk about that off air. But can I present a uh, a story that you guys might yeah, like? Yeah. Yes, I don't please. know. Maybe Let's it's a turd award. I don't know. Uh, uh, out of Kansas, coincidentally. <laughs> no. Um, no. Yeah. Uh, a new Kansas law makes it a crime for police to have sex with people they pull over for traffic violations <laughs> or detaining criminal investigations. The new law bans sexual relations, quote, during the course of a traffic stop, a custodial interaction, an interview in connection with an investigation, or while the law enforcement officer has such a person detained. Now, you may be wondering, wasn't that already illegal? No. (laughs) Well. You know, sometimes during a traffic stop, I feel a little frisky. No, you know what happens? I'm sure they get offered. They get. Oh, yeah. They're like, hey, would you like something in the. Yeah. 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 So, uh, uh, but it's it's sad that we have to actually put that into writing. <laughs> that it's happened enough times where they're like, "All right, all right, enough." Is Guys, enough. the uh, <laughs> the body cameras are on, <laughs> and your dash cam is and on too. So, so we're seeing a lot of we shouldn't be seeing. Um, we're going to go ahead and have to make that official law. Kevin, now. I'm talking to you yeah. in particular. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm looking right at you, Kevin. <laughs> Kevin's got, he's got guy. powdered sugar all around his yeah. mouth from the donut. He, he looks like Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he goes, what? I didn't do nothing, chief. <laughs> chief. You're, you're this close, Kevin. You're yeah. this close. Kevin, if you weren't tenured. Yeah. If you if you weren't Big Al's son, I would have fired you t- two weeks ago. Two years ago. Listen, this is a ridiculous situation. Um, it makes me sad. But it, this is why Kansas is so great. <laughs> oh, yeah. We uh, we put it in writing. Uh huh. Well, it takes a lot. <laughs> we put it in writing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, in most places, motto? it's understood. <laughs> that uh, no, it's not. <laughs> I know. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. You would think they were like, well, they, we just. What do you think, think the Georgia State Patrol? They're just out there banging everybody. <laughs> yeah, that's how they pull over foreigners. Foreigners means somebody outside the state, by the way. <laughs> that means people from Florida, Mississippi. Yeah. Tennessee. Yeah. 
Pull yeah. over, sir. Yeah, pull over, Frenchie. <laughs> um, Yankee. It, it is unbelievable that we have to put that in writing, but mm-hmm. yeah. I, so a couple things. It, it's sad. It, it was a problem. Mm-hmm. It, it was a problem and had to be officially put into writing <laughs> because I'm sure somebody violated this. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they went to discipline mm-hmm. said officer, uh, there was no recourse. No and so re- the officer was like, what, what, <laughs> what, what, what time is it? Yes, you ain't getting nothing on me. They're like, fine, write it up. Now it's a law. Are you happy? You know how long it takes it to make a law though? Like, it's not like that just happens. And overnight. that's another thing that bothers me. Yeah. The Kansas state legislature has got stuff to do. Yeah. Real stuff that matters. Honestly, they should be working on, on, uh, you know, teacher union stuff. They should be working on uh, balancing the books in Kansas. They should be working on how this uh, this uh, trade war with China is going to affect the agriculture business yes. in Western Kansas. Like they should they should be focused on real issues that matter to Kansans. Mm-hmm. Instead, they I'm sure someone had to write this law and mm-hmm. had debate it and send it through the the committees and blah blah blah. Yeah. This is what they spend their time on. Yep, they got to focus on. People keeping, putting their J's inside yeah. hawks. Keeping Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> keeping their, uh, yeah, keeping their nightsticks in their holster. Gross. But yes, uh, well, that's fine. I think we. Well, we I'm not going to put that on the. T- I'm not. I'll put it on the board if you want to discuss it. But I don't think that's a. No, I think it's a really fun word. story. All right, I have one more that I could okay. throw your way. Let's do right. one more. This was on our rundown, but it was also submitted by our Facebook fan, Ian Hillgardner. So you All can right. go to facebook.com slash podcast. A pigeon apparently didn't think much of a lawmaker's idea to address a messy situation at a Chicago Transit Authority stop known by some as Pigeon Poop Station. <laughs> it was reported that Representative Jamie Andrade... Uh, as he was discussing the problem with a reporter outside of the Irving Park Blue Line, during the interview, Andrade rubbed the top of his head and said, I think they just got me. And he had just been shit on by a pigeon. <laughs> Wait, so he... I'm confused as to... He's proposing a law to eliminate pigeon poop, the pigeon poop issue from this particular train station. And while he was speaking to a reporter, a pigeon shit on his head. <laughs> well, that's so karma. Does, that, does that pigeon get a turd award, or <laughs> does the representative get a turd award for being in that pigeon, pigeon's territory? He already I, got a turd. I think the politician gets it because <clears throat> he got the double whammy. Mm-hmm. He was trying to propose a, a, a law, if I heard you correct, to, yep. to knock off all this pigeon talk. Right. When it's called pigeon poop station. Mm-hmm. by the people. The people and the have, pigeons. Uh, yeah, and they know that's where they go to take it down. And then while he's preaching this, like, there's no, there's nothing to see here, folks. No, no there's no problem here. <laughs> A hot one gets dumped on his head. The real question is, was Jesse Smollett behind it? <laughs> oh, yeah. That I is bet he question. paid that pigeon. Could have been. Could've, he knows people. Was the pigeon wearing a MAGA hat? <laughs> you got it. You got These are the questions you have to ask this when you're a real detective. When you're a real detective like Rob Riggle has played. Thank you. You. This is Chicago. You never mm-hmm. know. No, it is. By Rob the way, Riggle. a poop. If, you, if, if, if it's known around town, if it's known but that the station is, is called poop, bird pigeon poop, poop. P- pigeon poop station. <laughs> pigeon poop station actually could be the name of a, a great name for an album. Whatever. Pigeon <laughs> poop fantasy station. Fantasy team. <laughs> pigeon poop station. <laughs> if everybody knows that's what it's called, you got a problem. Right, you got a problem if everybody if everybody calls it that, right? But also, oh, like, yeah. if that's where they're all going, like, well, then that's where they should. Like, what well, we don't want them going anywhere else. If we know that's what they're where they're going, like, keep them central. Like, 
we don't need them spreading their poop everywhere else. Like encourage the pigeons to poop in one particular place. Like it's like a litter box. But what if that was your station? What if that was the station you have to go to every day? Well, they just need to put it like a bucket on the top. Like just a, a litter bucket. box. Yeah, like just put a bucket on the top. That's by the way, that's your answer. <laughs> My answer Governor, is Governor <laughs> yeah. Mayor. Well, you take the put roof, a bucket the on roof the top. is flat, but put edges around it, so now it looks like a little litter box. How about this? And then you just get a pigeon if we poop know, vacuum. If we know all the pigeons are centralized in one spot, how about just laying out a little poison <laughs> in the form of corn feed? You can't. You can't. Huh? No. They're flying rats. It's not like we're, they're doves or bald <laughs> eagles. Doves. <laughs> No, I mean, bald eagles are doves. <laughs> they're not sentimental. Right. They're flying rats. They carry disease. They're pigeon. <laughs> oh, wow. Thank you. Oh, Let's get rid of that pigeon situation. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, clean them out. Just a pigeon picker. Just I mean, <laughs> sorry. Don't worry. They're not going extinct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's plenty of them. <laughs> Oh man, Mike Tyson's gonna be so mad at you. Uh, what is he a big bird? Uh, he's a pigeon guy, doesn't he? Do like the oh yeah, he's a big homing pigeon. Homing pigeons. I don't mind pigeons. I'm just saying, <laughs> kill them all <laughs> in this area. <laughs> yeah, they're if your house. If your house was invaded by pigeons, what would you do? Would you put a big bucket on the roof? <laughs> no, no, you'd blow them away. <laughs> I just put all those spikes up and I would blast Barry Manilow music like they do at CBS. <laughs> That's how they keep pigeons and, and the homeless away. <laughs> I know. That seems more diabolical. Yeah. At least my way is my just straight to the point. My neighbors wouldn't be happy, but whatever. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. yeah, I'd just get a BB gun. You're right. That is better. Oh. That's right. Well, this is fun. I'm so glad that you're back. I'm glad to be back. It's yeah. good to see uh, both your faces and you in a shirt. <laughs> He's talking to Gary. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know, Gary. Well, you shouldn't have this reputation, yeah. you know? You're the one that started it. Yeah. It's not like me and Rob just invented you not wearing a shirt. I'm not the one who drives a motorcycle <laughs> with a sidecar <laughs> everywhere I go. And then the sidecar's got a cooler in it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> with, a, with a baby seat on top of the cooler. <laughs> yeah, where am I? Where, where am I not going to have a sidecar for the baby? Priorities. No, I, I get that you have, but you always have a cooler. In the sidecar. You say cooler, I say booster seat. <laughs> hey, man. You can't just duct tape a kid to the top of your cooler. I think I've disproven that. Uh, that's called a redneck car seat, if I ever heard one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I heard, like, they're, they we're talking about this story today at Spade, but they're, like, turning it. Like, people can, like, turn in their old car seats at Walmart for, like, other gift certificates. And I was like, what why, people why? that go to Walmart use car seats? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that makes no Their sense. Their kids are standing in the front yeah. seat next yeah. to them. A what? Yeah. Buford here likes to stand in the front seat. Here's a pillow with some duct tape. Does this count? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like an airbag. Yeah. Uh, but it's like a it's like a feather bag. He don't hit his head too hard, so <laughs> seems fine. What, you hit your head about seven times now? Look at him. He's walking and talking. Yeah. You know I mean, he's cross-eyed, but he still, you know, can... Throw a spiral so we don't fucking care. <laughs> and, it, you know, maybe one more accident, those eyes go back. Hey, you know, we just got to hit the right curb. You know, just got to get back. Got to make a really wide left at the Bojangles parking lot again. We'll, we'll set him straight. <laughs> All right.
right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sleep deprivation. Yeah, I think ahead. the sleep deprivation yeah. is finally kicking in. Uh, hey, well, listen, it's uh, good to see you guys again. Um, I don't know if I play you this week in fantasy, but if I do, I'm going to smoke you. <laughs> Uh, also, I'm going to win uh, your pick 'em league. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So it doesn't even establish that. <laughs> when one of you catches up to me, please feel free to you know, oh, say hello. Listen oh, to I'm this. ahead of you. I think I have 23 now. Mm-mm. Where oh, are you no? at? Where you're are you at, me? Gary? You're at 24. Not that I have it up or anything, but where, I'm where? right there, tied for two. And you're one one point behind me somehow. I don't Is know how. Is this the pick 'em league? Yeah. Oh, she so let me in. Can you believe that? I know. <laughs> it was an oversight. <laughs> oh yeah, you are. Yeah, we're tied. Okay. Oh, so, you did you so you got to win tonight. I'm actually so 6 points behind him. <laughs> yeah, you're 6 points behind Gary. I got to start picking drunk again. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. All right. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I don't know if Gary's ever had a drink in his life, but that's why I like to accuse him of being shirtless and drunk all the time. Yeah. Cuz he's like the furthest thing from Gary. Yeah. Mm. Um all right. Well, um I'm going to take a picture of my biceps and send it to you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and do. in the meantime, you all have a great week. All right. This has been Riggles Picks. I'm Sarah Tiana. I'm Rob Riggle. And for Gary, thank you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>